Boop, 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 do on the Chips and Bits podcast. You can't hear that fan, eh? Uh, I can get it out, the noise. Oh, sweet. Does it feel nice? You have a fan filter? Well, it just is a low oscillation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels great. I mean, if they hear the fan, so fucking loud. Professionals. <laughs> right? <laughs> We're in my basement. So uh, the professionals a podcast can sound in a basement. <laughs> I mean, I've listened to some so-called professional podcasts, and there's some shit on there, too. Yeah. I mean, we normally I mean, except good. for NPR, but that's what they've been doing for, like, decades. Yeah, they've got one of those sound booths. They do. Well, I mean, plus they make, like, I'm sitting in a coffee shop, and then you hear the clinking of... Gling, Right. Psh- it's like they, they got glug, glug, glug. Foley. I think they have Foley artists. <laughs> you know, we need a full-time Foley artist. We can't... Update our web our website with like the, the like streaming info or anything, but we could use a Foley artist. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there it Wait, is. Streaming info. What are you talking about? I mean, like when we were doing the stream. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna stream again, just not with you, because you're garbage. Welcome to the Chips and Bits podcast. I'm Kenny Myers, and with me today on this very special occasion is Matthew Anderson. It's me. That's Matthew Anderson, uh, Canadian brother. Mm. And today, well, how how you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. It's been what about a month? Yep. Since we've seen each other? No. Oh, I mean, since we've seen each oh, other? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And in in our in our time, we've played a game. We did. Do you remember what game we played? I do. Was it Assassin's Creed Origins? No. Oh, no. That was about 70 hours of my life. No, I wouldn't do that. Was it the expansion to Horizon? I did play that. I didn't play it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that's too small for us. Yeah. Too small for our podcast. Was it God of War? It sure was. Oh, God. What a great game. It's really good. It's just <laughs> such a good game. Yeah, it's great. I'm just straight out the door by the game. Hey, that's fine. Yeah, no, I, I think it's great. And you know what? I was skeptical at, in the beginning, if I recall. Like when you were walking around in the forest? Well, first of all, I had to restart. I came to God of War off of Bloodborne, Bloodborne oh. Combat. It's an awkward mic position. Yeah, you need to like, raise, it raise it up a bit or something. Um, plus, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at you. Yeah, great. That's better. Mm-hmm. Matt is yeah? like the salt scene from Batman. Could you pass the salt? Yeah. From Batman the original. Don't even remember it. So Michael Keaton is sitting across the table. I don't ta- care. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know why I was... Sk- uh, so I came off of Bloodborne. There we go. Back. Stop bullshitting, Kenny, and just get back to the podcast. I was uh, playing the old Bloodborne, which, as you know, is a Soulsborne game. And that's the born to the Soulsborne nomenclature. Was that like Jason Bourne? You know, if I'm getting the fan noise in, then the fucking swallowing noise of drinking water is fine too. Oh yeah, yeah. I can just I can just edit that shit out. Cool. I won't, but I can just. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like Jason Bourne, like the Bourne identity. Uh, 
and its combat is tricky. It's a hard game. It's notorious for being difficult, and the combat is being precise. Well, precise, quote unquote. The hitboxes are I, precise. I, I call it clunky. You felt it was clunky, but that was more the camera than the combat. Yeah. So I guess that is a part of the combat if you're going to be technical about it. But I enjoyed it so much so that I'm going to play through all the Dark Souls. But I came right into God of War, and let me tell you, different style of combat completely. A little bit, yep. Died at least <laughs> 10 times <laughs> on two different difficulty levels until I finally got it. But I have to say... I think this game is similar to XCOM, which is which is which is a stretch in that it has a reverse difficulty curve. Yeah, sure. It gets easier as it goes along. It doesn't get harder until the very end. What the like? What very end? Uh, sorry, in, unless you include things like uh, I'm like, talking about the main story. No, no, the main story. Yeah, gets easier. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, yes, you can do... There are optional things you can do at the end. You can fight the Valkyries. Really hard. Which are allegedly really hard. I didn't fight them. Um, and then you can fight, uh, I don't know, wormholes? What's the other yeah, yeah. harder... What's the other harder part? Realm tears? Isn't it just the Valkyries? No, the Valkyries are the hard part, yeah. Yeah, so mm -hmm. there's like nine things that ramp up the difficulty that are optional. Yeah. But did you beat all the Valkyries? No, I think I have. And I think there's 11, and I think I've beaten eight of them. New Game Plus just launched today. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, are you going to do, do it? it? I might do it. Matt Anderson. I mean, to give you an idea how good this game is, Matt Anderson is going to play it again. Potentially. Potentially. Which is unheard of. He gives me so much shit for playing games twice. And I'm trying to get 100%. Right. I'm close. Which the last game you did was Horizon. Yes. But that was easier than this, right? It really was, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Matt, I've talked a lot. Why don't you uh, tell everyone how you feel? I feel like uh, God. This God of War, it's it's one of the best games I've ever played. It's. I, I was trying to think of. And where you're, you're not a you really aren't a God of War fan. I mean, I'm a God of War fan in the sense that I've enjoyed some of them. I'm a God of War enthusiast. Yeah. There you go. I'm yeah. a God of War enthusiast. It, 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 I've enjoyed aspects of the previous ones enough that even though when this one was coming out i wasn't feeling like oh yay a god of war i was like hmm, a god of war i wonder if it was gonna be good yeah i wasn't like fucking assassin's creed all over that never gonna play it well this one was a lot of change too it was yeah. so it was really unclear what it was gonna be yeah but no i i i don't even know where to start it's one of those games where i don't know where to start because i can't think of things even little caveats that I'd be like, well, this part about the game kind of sucks, but the rest of it's good because, yeah, I just thought it was all good. I can think of one thing that sucked in the game. Cool. When you locked onto a target and you forgot to release the lock-on. Yeah, I never used the lock-on, so I didn't have that problem. Ever? Never. Ever. Only when I was fighting a single thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's obnoxious. But, I mean, that's user error. That's not... No, it's just not better than The combat is better when you don't have lock-on. That just feels incorrect. Like, there's certain things where lock-on works really well. No, th that is a... You were a victim of having played a Dark Souls game prior to this. and Where lock-on is very Thinking key. that was more important than it was, and it wasn't. Like, being yeah. fluid with the combat was way more important than locking on to an individual target. Well, the combat is a huge part of... I mean, it's a huge part of God of War. Like, they're all combat games. They're all fighting games. But in this one, it's, like, more strategic. It's more like sure. a Bloodborne. Yeah. 
because it's it's more challenging. Yeah, you Not, can't you can't just go in and mash buttons. And some people, some uh, or you know, weapons. just throw your axe over and over again. That yeah. would be a silly okay. Thing to so do. I threw my axe a lot in the beginning, and I've been getting shit for it. But <laughs> I beat the game too. You sure so, did at a harder difficulty than Matt. Mm-hmm. So he'd be talking shit about my axe throwing. Just wait, just wait until you you know mm-hmm. you play it. But yeah, uh, let's see. I mean, most of these people have probably played it who are going to play it. There's uh, there's the graphics. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just... That's the graphics just... in the game are God silly. God of War graphics have always been incredible. Yeah, but these are like... This is particularly crazy Well, graphics. you didn't even play 3. Uh, God no. of War 3 was one of the best looking games on the PS3. I think I played the demo. It was incredible. Or something. But yeah, no, I haven't. It's so good. I love this series. But even though I love this series and I played 1 through 3 and I want to play them again, in particular the 3 I love the most... Uh, I was still skeptical about this one hmm. because Norse, they changed the mythology. They made them older. It seemed like they were making it more like a open. It's more open world. I think yep. that's fair to say. Uh, but I don't think it's tradi- as tradi- like an Ubisoft open world. No, once you get to certain areas, as long as you're not going way off the deep end on side quests, the the main missions are still pretty linear. Once you get to the place you're you're going, right? But to get there, I mean, you go through some crazy like just insanely designed levels yeah uh including right off the top of my head like one of my favorite places and one of the my my favorite level in the game and one of my favorite things ever was the giant level where you got to the dead giant who had fallen into the um he was it's it's like a winter level where everything's snow and ice right he's fallen dead he was killed well he's killed by thor and then right he's dead and encrusted in the ice and you start far away enough that you can see a large piece of this giant. He looks like, you know, just kind of big. But then you get closer and you realize, oh man, he's he's a he's a giant. Yeah, he's huge. And then you get to go through like the ice around him and you have to like blow up like rings and move him around with jewelry, yeah. swing on his hair and shit and it was, it was insane. I remember do you, you remember uh two brothers? Yeah. Uh, one of the things about Two Brothers, one of the coolest levels was a slaughter field. Yeah, the giants. Of dead, giant yeah. creatures. Um, this was like that with only one of those creatures at a like 3,000 times the scale. Yeah. But still, just as fun. It's amazing how fun it is to walk over and to use dead things' corpses. Yeah, especially when they're 3,000 times the right. size of you. And like at Two Brothers, when you would like cut, you remember you like cut off a head or cut off arms like yeah. you, to get through the level? You do the same shit in this one. Mm-hmm. But of course, it's got a war, so it's way more gross. Yeah. Uh, which is another thing that's kind of interesting about this God of War is they still kept quick time events in, but they were very not like in the boss battles. Yeah. That's another gripe I have with this thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. What is it? Uh, they're the boss battles compared to other games. They're fucking terrible. How so? Because they're mostly trolls. But no, there's two. There's a boss in the game, really. Yeah, it's Balder. Yeah, and he shows up twice, three times, three times for very cinematic boss fights, like the some of the greatest action fight sequences I've ever experienced in a game. They're really cool. You didn't play God of War three though, so I didn't. I feel like I need to step back from that statement until you get the breadth of knowledge. It is available on PS4. What I said was that I've ever played, which is a true statement. I've never played God of War three, so I wasn't saying you were false. I was just saying your opinion isn't fully, fully colored. 
I didn't say it was. I'm okay. just giving you my opinion. Well, that's literally this podcast is no. you and my opinion. And my opinion was that your opinion was shitty. I think it's great. So I'm just giving you my opinion, Matthew. Gotcha. Anyway, but the majority of the game, I would say that was that was that was two percent of the game. Sure. The majority of the game, when you come to a boss, it's a troll, and mm-hmm. they're pretty boring. But there's also the uh, the those weird energy creatures that are holding the energy things and firing lasers like fire lasers or ice at you and you have to pick up the energy cubes that they throw out and throw them back in their mouths those are kind of boss fights too and then Uh, there's the valkyries those are kind of boss fights too but those aren't those are optional boss fights i'm talking about main storyline oh well fine sure yeah yeah. i thought the boss fights were boring especially considering because they were just trolls but they were hard trolls they were they weren't that hard i watched you try and beat a troll one do you know what it was do you know what the key strategy you were missing what? You didn't throw your axe and lock on. Axe. You didn't lock on and throw your axe. <laughs> I did throw my axe, uh, just not as much as you did. But you did lock on. No, I, I didn't. I stopped throwing the axe much more towards the end. Yeah. But in the beginning, I'm just trying to learn these mechanics. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to go, I feel like this podcast is like going to be 30 minutes of me defending the first hour of me playing the game. I, as it should be. Because you saw me throwing an axe after you had played without any sort of like critical old man Muppets watching you. Yeah. For roughly, what, 20 hours at that point? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, of course, you're going to pick on that. This is bullshit. This podcast is over. The combat's great. I really liked it. It's, it's, uh, it's varied. It's difficult to master, uh, certain aspects of it, specifically, uh, parrying and then turning that into reactionary moves. I thought that was really fun. Like you could, you could use just the axe. You could even just not even just use the axe. You could just throw the axe like Kenny did. Or you could use axe moves as well. Then there's another weapon, which I almost feel bad. I won't spoil it. But there's other weapons you can use in the game. And then you have this shield. I mean, you can spoil it. This, I'm not this going podcast. to. I already said this podcast was over. I don't know why you're still talking. So then there's a shield. And you can use basically your bare fists and parrying moves to also you can just fight your way through like that too if you wanted. So it's a pretty. You can't. In fact, you explicitly told my brother that he couldn't do that. No, I told him that he wouldn't. Not that he couldn't. Got I mean, it. he could. Yeah. But he was going to be bummed out. You know, the parry tried. mechanic is similar to one found in a famous. Uh, ooh, was that me? I believe so. That was like my throat, like yeah. frogging. Reaching out, trying to. It was, it was <laughs> trying to, to the throw listeners. its axe at this conversation. <laughs> uh, that was even a burp. I don't even know what to say. I guess excuse me? So that was similar to what? I don't even remember. The the parrying system was similar to... Uh, it was Dark Souls. I was going to ah, go on this okay. elaborate thing for that, <laughs> but now my fucking throat just... Anyway, continue. Uh, what else? What else? So there's the boy. The boy is, is in this game. And uh, outside of one kind of... A little bit... I felt like they flexed the... Uh, I'm, I'm a god. I'm going to, you know, act like an idiot. Uh, I thought they went through that. Uh, trope a little too quickly uh with with his son and uh that felt a little rushed slash weak but otherwise i thought um that the how they wove the storyline through that and how they made him try to not care uh or pretend like he didn't care as much as possible for as long as possible uh before he just couldn't take it anymore and just had to care about his son i thought that was really cool very effective uh motivator for the story uh i don't want to spoil i will not spoil um 
some information you uncover. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. don't do that at the end of the game. But that actually made the story for me. It was such a good twist of information. Yeah. That I the story was kind of like I would I would have given it like a B minus. Uh, he says boy a lot. He says boy way boy. too much in this game. Like, it just says a constantly. And I know there's, like, a meme about it, but it's, like, all the time. Yeah. Uh, he can't just, just like, once be just, like, hey. Yeah. Uh, and then... Or just not any and just be, like, hey, come over here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's still hey there. Sorry, just come over here. Yeah. It's Get over boy. here. You should have gone, like, scorpion. Boy, read the thing. Uh, read the thing. Boy, yeah. do the thing. It's exhausting. Uh, but, so, but that took it up quite a bit in terms of my grade for it. I loved it at the end, only just because it, like, it made, I mean, the game ends on a cliffhanger. Mm Mm-hmm. Sort of. Well, it ends on... Did you stay for the after credit sequence? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So it ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh... And it's kind of set up like the other God of War games in that regard. Uh, and the way that the, it played into it, is, I just was really happy. I, I mean, I thought, um, I guess B minus is pretty good. I would have said B. I, I liked a lot of the character development. They, The twists weren't quite as, weren't anywhere near as cool as sort of the end game um, and how your relationship develops with your son. But um, finding out that Balder was Balder. You know, spoiler, there's Baldur's in the game. But, you know, that was cool how they revealed that. And then finding out how he tied into the witch in the woods. Yeah. Uh, and then the head and who he was. And who, oh, man. I, I mean... You should talk about the head. Just essentially like your own running commentary throughout the game. Yeah. You you find a, a guy who's been imprisoned in a tree. Um, I can't remember his name. Uh, neither can I. But I he's, uh, he's but, a Norse, Norse mythology Yeah, guy. he's in Norse mythology. And he, he knows... Treebeard? No, no. That's not he it. knows a lot of things. Uh, but he's been imprisoned there by probably Thor. I can't remember who put him there. Um, but... Uh, Odin. Odin put him there. Yeah, Odin put him there. And at one point in time, um, he, he also had his eye removed. And it's somewhere. I think the giants took it or something. I mean, just a weird story. But he you know, is, has been alive forever and knows the answers to a lot of questions and has a lot of stories as well. He's essentially what fills in all the background for Norse mythology. It's this yeah, clever, totally. the clever way they, they added voiceover, like to explain what was going on. Yeah. Cause you're pretty much in the middle of something. Yeah. And you need, basically you feel like you need him to solve a quest in the beginning and you can't remove him from the tree. And so he, he just, he offers that what you could do is just cut off his head effectively killing him and then yeah. take him to this witch and the witch will know how to revive him and bring him back to life. Absolutely. Which she does, but brings just as, I mean, you only have his head. So she brings his head back to life and right. then you carry his head around on your belt. It's great. Like, just like, like a satchel. Climbing and his head bangs up against your butt. Yeah. And then uh, he just randomly sometimes talks too. Like there'll be times in the, you know, as we discussed the open world, the more open world uh, surroundings, you have to travel long distances at times. And there are some pickups to get, and there's really beautiful things to see. But um, Matt, so- I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. Because that reminded me of something I also found annoying in the game. What? Fast travel doesn't open up soon enough. It really does not. That is true. There, You find, I probably found all but two of the fast travel points. And then couldn't use any of them for another 50 hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, And you have to go those places yeah. in that 50 hours. Yeah, you do. Sorry. Uh, quite a few times. Continue. 
Uh, so all I was going to end with is that um, the, the head will talk to you. He'll tell you stories. And there's a, there's, there's a lot of banter between him and your son. Uh, you don't really participate. You're kind of, you know, you're grumpy old Kratos. So you're mostly just like, ah, oh, shut up, head. But the head will talk to Atreus and say, you know, lots of interesting things. And Atreus is really curious. He's, he's, a, he's a boy. So he's always being like, well, why did they do that? And why yeah. did they come here? And why did Thor do that? Which is a you know perfect catalyst for him to reveal all this so back North, Norse mythology as you're traveling through. So that was really cool. So I liked a lot of the characters, even if the story felt a little bit, um, you know, slow at points or whatever. The, the characters I thought were great. I always loved the mythology parts of this kind of thing. I always thought God of War did a cool job. It's almost like superhero cameos. Mm-hmm. If, and I had just finished, and I highly recommend you read this. It's short. And I keep telling everyone to read it before they play this game is Neil Gaiman released uh, Norse Mythology. And it's really brief. Like, it's not a long thing because there's not a lot of info. But being able to understand that made certain things much more appealing to me in the mm-hmm. story. Like, the the end result, I know a lot about what happens and why with the character. I just, it was awesome. Like, that made the story better for me in terms of that. But that's all character and background stuff. Like, the, the real story is, like, definitely, like, the first piece. Mm-hmm. And it's very simple. It's a very small, simple story. It's, it's, it's very beautiful in its own way. Mostly because there's a lot of orchestration. Yeah. Uh, which, speaking of orchestration, no, the orchestration isn't right, because then I should talk about the music, which I'm not going to do. Um, one thing we haven't talked about well, yet. Well, the music is okay. The music's fine, but that, that wasn't what I was going to talk about at all. I just tried. We're going to talk about the Foley work. Yes, okay. I was. I was going to talk about how they ne- there's never they never cut from the action. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's single take. He's, it's it's single allegedly take. there's a couple tricks at certain points, but yeah, sure. You crawl through some spaces and you no, know, I mean like the, allegedly they they don't fully like they they tried, but I think there's a couple places where it doesn't actually pan out gotcha well i mean it, you don't notice them enough in the the, the first right. uh, two hours of playing like if you ever see the movie children of men which it, is one like, of the best movies yeah it ever. was just like it was playing it was like playing a movie yeah in the sense that you were playing this game and then when they needed to make a you know a cutscene, a quote-unquote cutscene, uh you know the, the camera would unlock from its fixed position and you didn't have control of the characters during this time but it would just move from where it was and rotate to a better angle to show you the characters or show you something off in the distance and then come right back to it. And there was never, you know, this th- like a, a hard stop cutscene. The camera moved like a like a natural movie camera would on a dolly. Yeah. Um, like a drone. Yeah. Um, and then there was fucking the the Midgard serpent. Yeah. So I wanted to yeah make sure we talked about that too. There's I mean. Among the characters that I mentioned that I left out on purpose that we could talk about them special, right? Is um, in Midgard when you this is basically the once you get to Midgard in the game it kind of becomes your center point. You uh, are in Midgard. Sorry, what's the center area called? L- the lake. The, n- the lake of seven or something or whatever it's called. The seven lakes of fire. Yeah, so that becomes sort of like your your home base. Yeah, uh, and wrapped around. Well, the whole world, <laughs> but you can see him quite a bit from the lake, is the world serpent. And it's the biggest goddamn thing you've ever seen in a video game. It's huge. Uh, he's as big as the lake, basically. And he Bigger. comes down with his head and tr- talks to you, but basically it just is like... Essentially, <laughs> I would say 90% of his voice was my subwoofer. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. 
And in the game, you know, that, that manifests as like wind and spit flying at you that looks like rain. Yeah. Uh, and every time you interact with him he and he comes down to talk to you, he'll he'll move enough that parts of his body will come out of the lake. And that's how they do sort of like reveal second and third levels of build buildings that you've already been to and how you right. can get to doors. Genius sort of like level design. But uh, yeah, it was just such a cool... Uh, weighty character in yeah. the game every time i mean more, more of a more of a like visual character than yeah an but it was character. so cool every time to talk to him I was it really like, was. i hope we get to go back and talk to the world serpent again because that was great uh, there was a really interesting moment mid-story i don't know if you noticed where they talked about someone calling the mid the world serpent and then it never resolved to anything no i don't remember that oh yeah i don't remember it resolving to anything i think it might have been oh no now i remember sorry it all clicked okay essentially uh What's his name was calling the world serpent to harm harm it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like the, uh, and another just really uh, quirky. Matt funny... really loved this game. I, it's, I think it's like, fantastic. I really like this game. I'm gonna play it again. Matt just like fucking loved this game. I do. I love it a lot. He's like I. There are a few games. I think maybe the closest one I've seen from him. But he doesn't want to replay it because probably because it's a bit longer. Is Horizon. Yeah, but like when the expansion came out, I immediately played it. And immediately. Loved it and... And finish it. Horizon, That's true. yeah, fi- by far my favorite game from last year, and one again, one of the greatest games I've ever played personally. Right. And God of War, Sony is two for two with it's you, bud. Right up there. God of War is right up there. It did, it did exactly. God, what do they have coming up next? This year, it did exactly what Horizon did for me last year. I mean, it was just a game that I was so excited once I started playing it. I didn't want to do anything else. I didn't. I stopped playing all the other games that I was. In fact, I think started. you had to force yourself to play. Um, uh, I had to finish something for the podcast before I started this. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I want to say Edith Finch, but... Yeah, it, it, that is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I purposely didn't even start God of War. I didn't, I didn't launch it. I didn't do anything. Because I just... I had, I had a feeling no, after... No, you had started it, and then you tried... You stopped yourself to play... Oh, yeah. That may be what happened. And it was tough for you. It really was, yeah. I mean, which kind of jaded your Edith Finch review. If I don't think so. Me. Okay, um, fair Edith enough. Just, no, yeah. Unbiased. Unbiased, yeah. Yeah. Objective reviews. That's what we offer. Yeah. But no, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Well, I, that's... I thought the, the original, that, that first Balder fight, uh, I don't know how much of it will I, I can find or show in the notes or whatever. Yeah. But it was just, I, I'd, never, I'd never played anything like that. I was just like, this is the craziest action fight thing i've ever done yeah and i played a lot of superhero games and a lot of games where they really tried to make that the point and it almost seemed like this was on accident because they tried so hard from the beginning to sort of bring you into the story through like exposing kratos the the human side of of kratos right and so he's just been sort of like this guy so far yeah yeah (laughs) and then all of a sudden you're like oh shit he's he's like a superhero yeah Uh, and so was this dude whoever this dude is because you didn't know it was Balder at the God, time. God, you fucking love this game. It was so good. If you see your eyes right now, they're just like electrical energy. It's great. I think everyone should play it. Okay, well, Every there's your review. The I'm just going to end the podcast here. That's fine. I'm afraid what will happen to the like the vicinity of where you are if you keep talking about this podcast. You might just it. explode. It's great. Everyone should play it. Every yeah. person on the planet should play it. Uh, and buy a PlayStation 4. Pro. Uh, pro, and then a 4K. And hook it up to a 4K TV with yeah, HDR. Yeah, with HDR, yeah. I mean, every person. Lord. Accessible. We're an accessible podcast. Well, the one thing I didn't do is I don't have, uh, in, in my new place, I don't have any sort of surround sound. Or OLED. 
that's I don't care about that. Sure, sure, sure. I care about the surround sound part because you would when we were talking about the world serpent a couple of days. Surround back, you sound. Were like, You've got to hear what the world serpent sounds like on my surround sound system. It's pretty spectacular. I just heard it sort of like on headphones. Yeah, I uh, mean, you need like at least a sound bar or something. Yeah, I don't have one of those. Yeah, well, yeah. get to it, money bags. We'll do. All right. Well, that's the end of our podcast. I guess fucking buy this game. <laughs> uh, if you don't like it, please write to Matt. Yeah. I don't, we have nerds at chipsandbits.com. That's the one. But it's with dashes, so it's chips, dash, and I didn't do the housekeeping. You didn't. I wasn't going to say anything. Ah, oh, motherfucker. You got to say one. something. I, I don't like, I, I like to let you do your, do your job. I say something to I you. I like to let you fail at your job. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. All right. Well, uh, well, then fuck you. You finish. Uh, Kenny's been your host this week. Yes, I have. And I've been your co-host, Matthew Anderson. Sure, sure did. Thanks, as always, for joining us. Not much us. of a co-pilot, though, but definitely a co-host. I mean, if I'm piloting you off a cliff, it's still I'm still co-pilot. No. I'm just a, I'm just a bad co-pilot. It was more like you were watch, watching me fall off the cliff, pointing <laughs> at the ends and saying, Oh, hey, watch out for the cliff. Yeah. You know you're going to hit the ground, right? <laughs> yeah. That's just not a good cliff to go down. Uh, All right, enough of this. Enough of this. We'll be back in a month. Yep, in a month. I I will take this time away from you to find peace. I will take this time probably to play God of War again. God damn it.